Welcome to The Dive Table. I'm Jay Gardner, and with me is producer Daniel, and we are giving you kind of a midstream update of what's been going down, what's been happening in my world and Daniel's world as we continue to produce new content for The Dive Table. So Daniel, what's up? How's it going? It's good, man. Um, I'm good. End of the week. Looking forward to, uh, well, I guess when this gets aired, Mother's Day weekend will have already happened, but uh, looking forward to the weekend as always, end of end of the week. Like the Fridays. band, the weekend, or or the actual Saturday and Sunday. Isn't isn't that a person? That's right. It's a person. It's not a band. Uh, yeah, that's all I know. Don't ask me any more questions on that. I don't know. It's like <laughs> you know who? How how would you like to be called? Like, why don't we call you Tuesday from now on? Just hey. like. <laughs> I mean, I know, I think, I mean, there's Wednesdays, right? Yeah, you can be Wednesday, and I'll be yeah. Thursday, and he'll be the weekend. It's perfect. Yeah, as long as nobody's on Monday. Well, good. Well, we wanted to give a little update. A lot's been happening and behind the scenes, and I'm glad you're here with me. So I'm looking forward to this little update, keep everyone in the loop of what's happening and what to expect kind of coming down the pipeline with the podcast and with the show. Yeah, definitely. All right, so a few things. Um, number one, something I'm super excited about to announce is that we finally have video. So I don't know you want to talk <laughs> a little bit about this, but we've been recording video for like a year now, but we haven't pro- produced it. Yeah, maybe a little less than a year. But we, we've had video, but we didn't put it out. And so we finally are putting video out of of the podcast on YouTube. So why don't you talk a little bit if you are a person, I am not this person, but there are, I've been told there are people out there that will listen to podcasts on YouTube. They will watch people podcast, which I, I listen to it in the car. So it's a little bit different. So why don't you speak to a little bit, where can we find the dive table on YouTube? <laughs> what to expect? How has that been? How's that process been? Well, just to be um, completely transparent, uh, there's been video since day one. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> um, just what to do with it has always been the question. Uh, yeah, I think you told me um, that people, quote, listen to podcasts on YouTube. Um, I, you know, I don't want to upset you, but I think that's an age thing. Um, that's why you don't do it. And you might be right at the cutoff. <laughs> you you might be right at the cutoff old. of people. Yeah, I see <laughs> I see the on the chin there, the whiskers. The I got some gray. I got some gray. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, videos are slowly getting uploaded to YouTube. Uh, clips and um, the full length, uh, full length episodes. Uh, we will have uh, you know action videos as well as as they get created um, from here on out. We're not gonna we're not gonna necessarily put anything out. Um, that's been in the past. Um, and I might, uh, steal some video from <clears throat> Scott, uh, and, uh, borrow some of his footage for the, the YouTube channel as well, which I've already asked permission. So that was, a that's always a nice. non-purpose mention. Yeah. Uh, cause I hear he's decent at it. Um, you know, it's too bad. We, we haven't had him on here yet, so he could actually admit it, but, uh, maybe one day he's coming up. He's coming up. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to that one for sure. Good. So is it youtube.com backslash the dive table? It is. Um, unless you're a forward slash kind of person, depending on how you look at it. But yes, that's exactly what it is. This might date me Super too, simple. but do you remember uh, Conan O'Brien? 
when he was doing a show? Oh, sure. Of course, right? I loved it that whenever yeah. he did web addresses, he put a picture of slash for the slash. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. So, but it didn't put the back of slash? No, no. He put, slash? He put okay. the front of slash. Actually, that would have been funnier. You should have been a writer for Conan O'Brien right there. I, uh, I listened to his podcast for a little bit, and then I stopped. Yeah, I got mad respect for that guy because he was a writer for The Simpsons. That's how he got his start. And yeah, was that, I guess that was before Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't, was he on? I don't know if he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live. That's a no, good no, he was a factor. writer. He was a writer. He was a writer, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think he was Simpsons, then Saturday Night Live, or maybe it was the other way around. But I have mad respect for anyone with The Simpsons because, my goodness, one of the most incredible television shows. And, and the episodes he wrote were particularly funny so if you have a chance uh, to look that up I, I i recommend it they they've been predicting the future forever forever exactly there's so many oddities in that show just if there was a conspiracy theory i'm sure there is somewhere about the writers maybe not the cast members but certainly the writers for the simpsons there's there's just something can't be that right <laughs> no Stradamus <laughs> and the Simpsons, right? All right, good. So, so that's yeah. number one, video. Number two, the other thing, well, there's a few things. I think there's like three or four, but number two is, so I have completed the move. So if you didn't know beforehand, if you haven't been following along and this is maybe your first episode of the dive table, one, welcome. But two, I have completed my move, what I would call back home. We, uh, me and my family are originally from the Southern California area. I grew up in LA. My wife grew up in San Diego. Um, her family is still here in San Diego and it was time for us to move back from Texas back home. So we moved. It was crazy. There are so many stories moving halfway, literally halfway across the country. Um, and we, we had the trifecta of, you know, selling a house, renting a house and buying a new house. And it was, it was incredibly taxing and crazy and emotional and all of those things that you can imagine that go into that. And then once all of that's done, you then have to figure out the logistics of moving five people and a dog and all your stuff halfway across the country. Um, no, thank you. And that was, yeah, it was not a fun, I don't think anyone, there's a few people I think that enjoy aspects of moving. Like I've talked in this process, people, oh, you're moving I love this part or I hate this part. There are people that love the packing part of moving. Like I love packing wow. stuff um, or masochists what unpacking you? stuff or, but no one likes this. the whole thing. Like the whole, the <clears throat> whole thing is just like crap. Like <laughs> no one, no one likes to move. And especially you, uh, when you're going halfway across the country. Have you unpacked the last box yet? No. So we're, where we're at right now is we, you know, we, we kind of had to have a priority of how we did things. So obviously getting here and getting everything here was number one. Number two was safety. So we now have a pool, which is amazing. I never mm. like thought how mm. cool it would ha be to have a pool a and we have a spa. Well, that pool is not fenced and we have a three-year-old who doesn't yet know how to swim. That's, that's her. Yeah. By the time she's, you know, four, she'll know how to swim, but right now she doesn't. So, you know, pool fence needs to go up. And so you got to find a contractor and coordinate and make all the decisions, you know, those sorts of things. 
um, lighting, you know, around the property and making sure everyone's safe for that, um, you know, railing, all these sorts of safety considerations um, come in first, right? That, that things that we need to repair, um, there's a propane leak, for example, or a, or natural gas leak that we had to get fixed. And oh, the gate, yeah. we have a gate to our electronic gate. I've never had one of those either, but there's an electronic gate that wasn't working. So we couldn't enter or exit the property correctly. Right. Um, we never knew if the gate was open or closed. Mm-hmm. And so that was an electrical issue that had to get, so anyway, not to bore everybody out there with all the the details, but there was a priority of things to to fix and create safety so that our our kids and, and everyone's safe here. And then the next step is kind of when you have kids is to get them settled, right? So um, we we've been working on that, getting their rooms done, all that fun stuff, and into school and all that. Literally, the room that is full of boxes still is my wife and I's room. <laughs> you know. Uh- Sure. Sure. <laughs> so that's down. least priority. Um, <clears throat> but then there's just a, a thousand little things, you know. So uh, I got to the point where I was able to unpack all of my scuba gear and found uh, most of that. Priorities. In order, exactly. That's a priority. After safety comes scuba. So I got to go uh, just yesterday on a dive with Jack Durr, who was co-hosting hmm. a couple uh, um uh, I think, uh, the last three episodes. And so that was a lot of fun, but it was, it was also very challenging. I, the, the word I used to describe that dive was messy. I felt really messy. And it was funny cause I had a brand new dry suit that I hadn't tried out yet. I literally had worn it in the pool for 10 minutes cause that's, I just wanted to make sure it fit and all that. It was the first time I really wore that with under new, new undergarments, um, which changed your weighting quite a bit. Um, a new dive site, with new dive team or team members, people I'd never dove with before. Right. And kind of now I'm through all of this. I haven't dove in like probably a month. It's, it's been killing me outside of the pool. I haven't been in the water to dive. So, you know, you have that new dive site is now, you know, waves and, and surge and surf and wind shop and all of it. And then current, when you get down into depth, there's still, current flow, there's still surge. So it was really interesting because, you know, I feel pretty solid as a diver and I felt like a brand new rookie. And it was, we were joking before this, that like the minute, this is always scuba. The minute you feel good about things, scuba reminds you, Hey, uh, you know, this is dangerous and this is something you need to have your full mind on and, and be squared away. And so, you know, I was a little underweighted, um, felt a little messy, just, you know, out of trim, how to, you know, get comfortable. And I was wearing doubles because that's what I had access to finally unpacking, which of course, like the surface swim at the dive site we were at, which is called La Jolla Shores. And we went to a place called Valacitos Point. Um, that, that surface swim is, is a good 20, 30 minutes out to even the drop point on the dive. And so like, wow. you're just fighting the whole way. And I immediately went under the water, got a cramp in my right leg, then my left leg or calves. And it was just like, ah, you know, like, oh, what am I doing? Like, oh, un-. and I could feel I was underweighted from the minute I went under. I'm like, I know I'm underweighted, which is going to make the end of this dive not super fun. And, but once I got down to depth, kind of worked through the cramp, um, you know, we got to see some really cool octopus. We saw a flounder buried. Um, we were, you know, diving along the wall, checked out a bunch of stuff and it was really cool. So, getting reoriented. What? We should probably do an episode on like, how do you orient 
to a brand new, cause there's lots of people that move, lots of divers that are moving and then you have to go get plugged in somehow. Sure. And you know, luckily for me, I have Jack here who is plugging me in, but I need to find a shop and all those sorts of things for fills. So everything's new. And I felt like a, uh, back to my, you know, maybe advanced open water. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think that's, I think I'm not saying anybody, well, there's certainly people that need it, but, um, I think it's important. I think it's important for anything you do. Um, especially if, um, you know, to put it bluntly, it's a, a life and death matter that you should be challenged every once in a while. Um, because that's when ego can set in if it's not challenged and then, um, you know, reset what it is, things that you need to relearn, but because of an environment, not because you haven't done it in a minute, right? Yeah. Kind so of well, what, was, kind of what was the, uh, what was the viz and temperature like? So the viz was, um, at depth was pretty good. Uh, it, you know, it was, it was clear, but it was night. So it was a night dive. And oh. so, uh, on top of all of it, right. <laughs> so, it was yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> So, but Viz was pretty good at depth. I'd say probably like 10 to 15 feet, uh, maybe a little bit more, 20, 20 feet. Once you got <laughs> up a little bit farther, you know, in the 40, 30 foot range, it started to just kind of go like pretty quickly um, because it, w- it was all the surge was just stirring up all the, uh, yeah. all the, uh, all the sand. And also I guess there was a, a red tide recently and there's a lot of leftover Ah, I forget the exact name of it. Jack's going to, Jack told me the name of it. He's going to, he's going to shake his finger at me when I forgot, but <laughs> there's a name of what's kind of the, the remnants of that red tide is still in the water and that murks up the water significantly. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it, it kicked my butt physically and, and mentally and all that stuff. I woke up this morning and both of my calves, it was just like so sore yeah, and, sure. uh, you know, it's like, you know, walking around super gingerly and my wife's like, what, what happened to you? And I'm like, nothing happened. I just, you know, I was sorely underprepared and you need to start to, well, you just avoid the cramps, but, um, so how much closer are you because of that experience to a DPV? Oh man. I mean, it was the first <laughs> word I uttered when I, you know, halfway through my surface swim, like, are we there yet? No, we're, we're not even close. Like, are you kidding? Like, Oh, okay. Are they, do you know if the other members were DPV users? They just didn't because. So, so I know there are quite a few. I was talking to a guy last night that we dove with. Who's like, well, if you get one, I'll get one. And I was like, okay, deal. Like, you know, then, then we can, we can ride out there together and just wait for everybody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, there are some that use it. A lot of people, um, you know, obviously it's a luxury to have something like that. Sure. And, but it was an interesting dive because it was a very mixed team dive. There were two guys on rebreathers, uh, two single oh, tanks okay. and then me in doubles. And so it was a mixed team dive. Um, but we broke into uh, two teams and they're serious photographers. I mean, uh, talk about some cool photography rigs. They had some serious and, and they do a lot of the, the macro photography of the things that are on that um, you know, the wall that are there. And so it's always interesting diving with photographers because, you know, for example, and I'm not picking on anyone out here. So when you hear this, I'm not picking on you, uh, particularly, but uh, just as an example, 
one of the things that fellow photographers will do to try and draw attention to a subject to take pictures of at, in a night dive, for example, or that I saw, I shouldn't say all photographers do, was like a major, you know, flashlight movements to show oh, yeah. this huge flounder. So I'm seeing this flashlight and I'm looking at everybody else and I'm seeing, cause I'm seeing it and I'm hearing, you know, what I'm reading in that signal is I'm out of gas and I'm thinking, okay, this is a rebreather diver, like something wrong with his unit. What's going on? Cause he's flashing the out of gas sign, which I'm, I'm, you know, and I could barely see him. All I could see really was his light. And so he's flashing, 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 flashing. I'm looking at everybody else to see like, is anyone else reacting? I'm like, no one else is reacting. Like, so I took two hard kicks, hand on the long hose, ready to shove it in his mouth. Cause I wasn't sure what was going on. And I get close enough to him where I could actually see his face and see everything. And he was flashing to show where this fish was to another photographer. And I was like, Interesting. Oh, okay. Back kick, back kick. Back. Yeah. <laughs> like don't, yeah, don't yeah. shove the rig in his mouth. Like that's not a good introduction of yourself. Like just testing. Yeah. Just, te- but, but then I, I, you know, I mentioned it after the dive, like, Hey, you almost got a long hose shoved right in your mouth. Cause I wasn't sure what was going on. He's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like that light signal was probably a little aggressive to show where that fish was, but mm-hmm. there's a shorthand to people that you've, dove with before, which all of these folks had dove together before, that that wasn't an emergency. To me, I read it as potential emergency, although no one else is reacting, like I'm still going to react just in case. And it was fine. So, um, so I probably look like, you know, an idiot <laughs> swimming over there like, oh, is everything okay? I and, mean, better than the other way around. You're like, oh, it's just a light thing. And he literally was out of air. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, you know, there's some, some acclimation both to the environment, to diving with someone, some new folks, uh, all of that fun stuff. Okay. So, so to wrap up number two, I'm officially moved. I do miss Texas parts of Texas and, and Texas diving. There's some that we should do a love letter to Texas diving. Cause I, I really, oh, that's what really I wanted appreciated to say. it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, you mentioned the viz and then I remembered Jack complaining that it was like 20 feet. I was like, yeah, but that sucks. I'm so sorry for your loss there, bud. Yeah. Try three, four feet. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely better viz. But what surprisingly, and, and maybe you know, this is my first dive here, and it was at night. But surprisingly, it was, it was very similar to um, in terms of the visualization, like what you saw. Um, it was very similar to like, for example, the shelf at Lake Travis, uh, you know, in the lake, it was kind of brown, right. And it wasn't as corally in that location. This is Valsilos point. So there's lots of different portions of this, but, um, you know, it was very kind of a, it was a little shelf that was sitting there and there are some draws that go down deeper to different parts and things like that, which is really cool. But what I saw, it was eerily familiar from a what you're seeing the flip side of that it was very different in the sense that like because there was so much surge even at depth we were feeling it and and current that you know if you took a breath in at the wrong time you know you're you're a few feet higher than you expected to be in that moment right yeah, so sure. you start to kind of learn oh, okay this is this is different there's there's different things here and then also, you know, just like everybody, the first time at a new dive site, you're not as oriented to exactly where you are. I mean, I felt I felt I had a good grasp on where I was most of the time, um, but still, like 
you know, I, I asked after the dive, I sat down with, with my, with, with Jack and said, look, can I, don't tell me, can I just map out what I think we did here? And you tell me if I was right so that I know navigationally kind of what happened. And so I did, I said, I think this and this and this and this and this. And he said, yeah, yeah, it's pretty spot on, you know, one correction here, one correction there. But, um, but in general, we made a big triangle, which was pretty cool. Uh, and so again, like that's an, like for me, something to be super aware of is the navigation side of it because it's brand new to me. I really don't know where I am at any given moment. Whereas if I'm like Travis, like any given moment, I know exactly where I am and how to get where I want to go. Sure. Um, there it was brand new. I had no clue. So I was very aware of that. And then on top of that, my, my light came loose on my Goodman handle, you know, it's just a comedy of things that just kind of not, they're not even incidents. They were just things that were uncomfortable that made you really, you know, think and slow down a little bit and, and clean yourself up and, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. Is, uh, is that the closest point to your house? No. So the ocean's about 10 minutes from my house. Okay. But from a diving perspective, what I understand is the diving up here, I'm in, I'm in the Northern part of San Diego. The diving up here is, is pretty rough and pretty washed out. There's not a whole lot to see mm. uh, a lot of flat sandy bottom. Um, there is some lobstering up here that people do, but it's about 40 minutes door to door from my house to the dive site there, which is called La Jolla Shores. Um, so it's about the same distance as I used to drive yeah. to, to, to Travis, to Lake Travis. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's about 40 minutes. It's a shore dive. Um, all kinds of sites. We saw one. There's all kinds of sites, or I've seen one. Um, there's all kinds of sites that are there. And then the other one that uh, people really like in that area is called La Jolla Cove, which I've been in once before. And um, there's lots of different dive sites in that as well. And then there are a few others. Point Loma has some kelp beds uh, that people really like to dive. But kind of the popular spots are probably 40 minutes to an hour from my house, whereas I can be on the beach in 10 minutes from my house, but that's not necessarily a, a dive site. But it doesn't mean it can't be. I mean, I, I'm going to go find out, right? That's that's part yeah, of the fun. Sure. It's like, let's go find out. And yeah, I want to get in there and go, yeah, this is not fun. Or who knows? It could be a blast being, you know, at 20 feet on a sandy bottom and it's only 10 minutes from your house to go diving. Like that could be great. For sure. So uh, For we'll sure. find out. Yeah. that I mean, being that close to can, um, it can help you with whatever it is, whatever new thing it is you're, you're, you're trying to work out that's one step out of the pool basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? <clears throat> yeah. I do have to say though, too, it's very nice once I can get things dialed in a little bit here to have a, have a pool to be able to jump in and mess around with gear. I definitely need to, to figure out my waiting, um, with within the pool and then luckily our pool is salt water, but it's still not as salty as the ocean. So you kind of go back and forth to like, okay, how much will I need to add, uh, to, is that, to the ocean? Is that a normal thing? Saltwater pool? Yeah. Yeah, there there are a lot of them. I mean, basically, from what I understand, and I'm not an expert by any means, but uh, a saltwater pool basically is using the salt to generate chlorine instead of adding chlorine. Um, that's the way that it's it's basically cleaning itself. 
Um, mm, so sense. yeah, I, I, there's a lot of uh, chemistry to the pools and the spa situation that I'm learning. And I'm sure there's people out there that are listening to this laughing at me right now because <laughs> I've never owned a pool or a spa before. It's my first one. And so I've just been trying to soak in all of the information from the experts and like understand how to care for the water. And obviously we have someone that's helping with that right now. And eventually I'd like to take that over. But uh, right now we're, we're, you know, still at a place where I, I don't know what I'm doing, but the chemistry of it, I mean, you know, there's pH, there's water hardness, there's you know chlorination levels. There's all sorts of things to take into account in terms of what you add, what you take away, how you care for the water. And um, it reminds me a lot of, of whenever I'm learning about this, about how, how complex water is. And we just take that for granted, right? It's, it's a very complex yeah, 100%. thing. hundred percent. You know, waterway conservation, which is something that I think Fish Dive Surf is really focused on, um, has a lot to do with that chemistry as well in the water, how human beings can affect that or those sorts of things. So, <clears throat> so it's really interesting stuff when you, when you think about just the care of a pool and then when you get into like, you know, waterway conservation and such a bigger piece of water – and the chemistry that's involved there. And obviously you're not adding things to reduce, you know, this, that, or the other thing, but the human impact adds chemicals, adds, you know, elements that weren't there that affects the ecology of the place and, and so on and so forth. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a very complex conversation. Um, yeah. Let's have gonna, it right now. Five minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Go. Go. Solve the world problem. Uh, marine water conservation done. We'll take this over. We'll get it done. That's right. Uh, um, yeah, it's um, there's a lot of people that do a lot of work and they spend lifetimes trying to make things better for the rest of us. And um, it's not just the water that we take for granted. Of course, it's their work and their effort. Um, and, you know, you never know. 99% of their names. That's right. Right. It's, there's a, there's a, a figurehead and then there's the people that, um, not that the figurehead doesn't do any of the work, but, uh, it's, there's just so many people behind the scenes doing the, the grunt work, if you will. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's part of what fish dive surf wants to accomplish is to not necessarily bring those people to the forefront, but just to help the organization's, as a whole, but bring everything to light about, you know, the things that we just take for granted, you know, the water bottle or the, the plastic water bottle that we'll just throw into the trash or even the recycling. Like I, I don't know the percentage off the top of my head, what the recycling actually does, but it's never a hundred percent. So what can we do to reduce that? Um, but you said the human element from, you know, from just, body composition to sunscreen to trash in general it i mean we see these horrific pictures of um what is that thing out in the pacific ocean the the, the trash island thing mm -hmm. um it's huge it's just anyway so not to get down a, a depressing rabbit hole but <clears throat> welcome to california or yeah. glad you're there glad you made it glad you <laughs> we're here we're here and settling in Okay, so that that wraps up the California bit. And so, if yep. you're out here in Southern California, you want to connect, uh, I would love to. I'm I'm still 
definitely learning the ropes, learning, you know, where to go. I'm, I'm so early in this journey, which is really fun. Uh, but also like a lot of opportunity to, to connect in that. And then the third and final thing I think we had an update on was, you know, where are we going with the season? So obviously with the move comes time changes and all kinds of other stuff and pressures and, you know, all the things that we talked about. And so now it's kind of the, uh, the, the phase where we're still settling in from a production standpoint and getting things scheduled. We had a few technical difficulties where we had sat down to record with our last co-host and, or I'm sorry, with our next co-host and just the technology wasn't working. And so it's been one of those like comedy of airs or just blocker after blocker after blocker. So upcoming, and I'm excited to announce this, is we have three more co-hosts still to come. Um, one, and the first one will be Scott, Mr. Scott Bauer, who you were mentioning earlier. Uh, and we're going to talk a lot yep. about photography. and about, With GoPros, right? With GoPros. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. the extent of knowledge I have. So he's, he's going to have to carry those GoPro. episodes. Yeah. Um, but some <laughs> photography stuff and, and others, uh, expedition stuff that we've been talking about. Um, we have Mr. Greg Wolf, who's still upcoming. And Greg, super interesting getting to talk about underwater archaeology and shipwrecks mm -hmm. and things like that. So that's going to be very nice. fun. And then finally, we have uh, one of my good friends. Uh, he and I have been buddies, scuba buddies for, for a while now, uh, Mr. Kevin Wood, who's going to come on board. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about training in his real world life um, job. He is a B-52 instructor for the military. So there's a lot of parallels um, that he has mm. between scuba training and B-52 uh, pilot training and just experiences that he's bringing. And then we have a lot of funny stories together. We went through our IDC together. Super, uh, super interesting to have that conversation. So those three co-hosts are still upcoming and we're, um, we're working on the coordination and we still have Ben Boss will be doing finishing up right. two more episodes. So the training director at UTD. Um, he's been on an expedition. I think he just finished it up and is coming back. Uh, and so we'll be able to finish our, our next two episodes. And I'm sure there'll be some interesting stories from his latest expedition that he was on and all those things. So lots more good stuff coming along with videos alongside of that, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. And so I'm really excited about the, the future of season two. So that's what's upcoming. Anything else to add before we, we sign off of here? I think, you know, after, uh, Greg or Scott and Greg and Kevin and then Ben again. Um, that's going to put us into the third quarter of the year, I believe, pretty close to it. Um, um, so, you know, who knows at that point what we'll be doing, but uh, I'm looking forward to all of those guys, really. Um, definitely a lot of information in those brains. So, yeah, definitely looking forward fun. to listening to that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And then on top of that, um, the Long Beach Scuba Show is coming up. So I'll be attending ah, that um, and, and checking out the, what's going on there and probably producing some live stuff from there. And, uh, and yeah, um, DUI has been gracious enough to grant me a ticket. So I'm pretty stoked to be, be joining them uh, on that. And, yeah, uh, and then more stories to come of as I get acclimated to diving here in San Diego and what this all has to offer. Just cannot wait. Definitely looking forward to the stories and videos and the pain with your GoPro, the pain, the pain <laughs> that I'm in today. Yeah. Lots of bananas. I'll get through it. Lots of bananas and, and, uh, and stretching. And, you know, I have to find the salve for my ego, but it'll come. Yeah. <laughs>
You could probably balance that out with a DPV, I think. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, it's supposed to be maybe. coming in June, so I've been talking to um, the person I'm getting it from, who's over in Europe, and he was saying, uh, "Oh, I'm coming across in June. Can I bring it to you then?" I'm like, "Yeah, bring it to me as soon as possible." Uh, yes, like, please. Yeah, that would be a very nice thing to have right now. So, will it work in American waters? Uh, uh, I don't kidding. know. You know, just the, kidding. The conversion rate, I think, is yeah. off. But other than yeah, that, the, we're good. The knots. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it depends on who's president, whether it works. I'm not sure. So. Oh, sh- <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Different podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hope this gives you a good update of what we've been up to and what's been happening. Lots going on and excited about it. But thank you out there to our listeners. Man, you know, one thing I'm I'm super stoked about that we don't mention enough is that um, you know, our core group of listeners just keeps growing and is strong. And yes. uh, I'm so grateful for that. And man, uh, I, I get excited when I meet people out in the wild. Like last night I got to meet them. Like, oh, wait, I recognize your voice. You're the guy with that podcast. You're like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And the joke, you know, that, is that like, one. I didn't know that, that, you know, oh, that's your face. Like no one knows my yeah. face. So like, I, you know, does that, they're kind of giving me the look like, does your voice match with your face or not? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and sometimes people go, you're exactly what I imagined to, you to look like. And other times it's like, I would have never imagined you to look like I that. I have never gotten it right. Yeah. I'm 100% wrong every time. So I'm consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I really wonder, I, it would be fun to like, you know, do a lineup with somebody like, okay, what, what does, oh, no. what do I look like? Oh my God, no. And do a oh, lineup no. and then like see what people <laughs> think my voice actually looks like. That would be hilarious. Uh, but probably yeah. also another ego salve need uh, moment there. So, yeah, right. So yeah. two TV, two yeah. DPVs. Yeah. It, two TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you to all the listeners. Like I said, uh, I would just, I think Daniel and I both are constantly just wowed by um, your support and continued you know, commitment to this show and, and what we're doing. And, and we're so thankful for that. So uh, shout out to all of you. And then we will be back on with the next episode with, uh, with Scott Bauer. Looking forward to that.